welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. gosh beautiful beautiful day here I hope wherever you're at and you're listening from it's just as gorgeous it is here today um I'm sorry if you have any background noise coming in from your end my husband is currently mowing the backyard um it's like music to my ears anybody else like your spouse does chores and it's just like the best thing ever (laughs) oh immediate turn on right (laughs) um anyways okay so last week we talked about bedroom necessities not accessories necessities you guys already know my take on that Um, But this week I wanted to kind of follow up. This might be shorter. I don't know how long this is going to be. But I really wanted to just do a follow-up episode to last week's about how to exactly introduce toys into the bedroom. Um, I get asked a lot of questions about that. And I felt like with um, last week's episode, I didn't get to go into too much detail about it. Not as much as I would have liked. So um, here we are for kind of another round of talking about introducing bedroom accessories into the bedroom um, and kind of just a way around that. Um, and I just want to, again, normalize that, yes, I realize that it can be awkward. Um, it can it can feel intimidating. It can, um, it, yeah, it can just feel like weird, awkward. I'll use awkward again. Um, but just remember, you guys, awkward can be fun. Um, I actually want to just share a memory that honestly just popped into my mind. So here we go. Um, okay, so we, as part of a peer romance consultant, one of my favorite parts of my jobs is that we, our job, is that we get to product test, all right? I wish you could see me because I'm like wink winking at you. Um, so product testing is really a really awesome part of being a, a peer romance consultant. So, um, my husband and I, this was even before we were married, gosh, this was years ago now, Um, But we wanted to try uh, one of our products that we have, which is our door swing. Um, And I just want to tell you, and I even share this with customers, our first experience using the door swing, okay, if you ever watch like a porno or you've seen in a movie, some sort of sex swing, and it just, it looks like so flawless and it's just the easiest thing to get up into and it looks you know, every, just, it's like the perfect scenario, right? So that maybe you envision that going into like your first encounter using a door swing. Um, but let me just share with you ours, not, um, not the best thing. So kind of rewinding. So before using the door swing in our relationship, I had been demoing this thing at parties for months, right? So, um, 
when I get to parties, you know, I'd ask the women like, hey, do you want me to bring on this door swing? Everybody's like, yes, yes, show us how it's used. It's so confusing. It's like this crazy contraption. How do you work it? So it is the easiest thing to set up. Literally two handles, they go over your door. You, It has a seat now, a nice padded seat for you to sit in. Um, I'm going to say though, it takes a li- if you're the one that's pulling yourself up into the door swing, it takes a little upper body strength, um, which I definitely learned along my way. But it definitely takes some uh, some upper body strength to kind of put like pull yourself up in there. So at parties, <laughs> at parties, it doesn't so much, and not that it does in the relationship, but it doesn't so much matter if it looks like, you know, if I make a funny face while I'm like utilizing all of my right arm upper body strength in that I possibly have, and then my left arm, my non-dominant hand, like using all the muscles in that hand to pull myself up in this thing. Um, it's, it's fun, right? Like I can, I can make it look fun and I can, I can talk through it and whatnot. I can put my little feet in the straps and blah, blah, blah. But when you're in the bedroom and you're trying, you know, you, you got your seduction on, you're in your lingerie, you're trying to be sexy, maybe you're naked and you're just like, well, here I am spread eagle. You know, when you do this at a party, I'm, you're fully clothed. Um, and so it's just, it was our first experience using this thing was freaking hilarious. Like, it, and, and that was like, that was so much part of the fun and the, and the next level intimacy and bonding that we could create around that because when you can laugh and play together within your couple like that, it makes it all that more enjoyable. So I want you to just remember that, you know, yes, it can be awkward. Did I feel awkward for that first time using that with my partner? Hell yes, I did. I felt exposed, like to say it lightly, but, um, I'm going to say, like, definitely when you get over that that fear, that, like, sense of awkwardness or weirdness or whatever you want to call it, it can be very enjoyable, right? There's always, there's always something on that other end. And here's the other side of it. It might be something, yes, you tried it, and maybe it's just not for you. Maybe you, don't, you didn't like being lifted up like that. You didn't like being in the air. I don't know. Um, but you tried it, and now you know that it's not going to be, it's not going to be, you know, something for you. But I just wanted to start by saying that, yes, I realize bringing toys into the bedroom can be awkward, but embrace that awkwardness and make it fun. It can be so fun. We will still talk about that memory to this day. Um, I would say probably one of our mo- one of our most favorite memories, and especially coming from like the consultant lens. So in my head, again, when I'm demoing this at parties, I like, I'm like, okay, so you can do this and you can do this and you can stand and your partner can kneel and, and you can super girl or super woman, whatever you want to do. And all, and I'm like, you can reverse and you can back up into it, all these things. And so then in my head, I'm using this like for the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, so yeah, I, I need to do every, I need to try all the things that I say to the women at my parties. I need to stand up. I need you to do this. I need, we need to do this. We're going to try this. Oh my gosh, so sore, so freaking sore the next day, but anyways, it was very fun, and that is, I just feel like that story, I hope, was like a good intro um, into bringing toys into the bedroom, and maybe you don't consider a a door swing or a sex swing of some sort a, a bedroom accessory, but you know, to each their own, I would, I would count that, it doesn't always have to vibrate, um, so I want you to think, I, okay, I also, when I re listened to last week's episode, I'm like, Rachel, what the, sushi and green beans? Like, what? Why? Why? (laughs) So, um, let me use something a little bit more, um, normal today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you think about sex like ice cream, okay? 
Um, much better than my sushi and green beans analogy. Um, but think of sex like ice cream, right? So you really like vanilla ice cream or maybe you really like chocolate ice cream, whatever you like. I'm a vanilla, uh, honestly, I'm a strawberry ice cream girl, but we're just going to go with vanilla for the sake of my demonstration here. So you really love vanilla ice cream, but sometimes you want to turn that vanilla ice cream and make it into a sundae. Maybe you want to blend it with some milk and make it into a milkshake. Maybe you want to get extra fancy that day and you want to add some bananas in there and some strawberries and you want to make a strawberry banana milkshake with your original vanilla ice cream. Or maybe you want to get real fancy and turn it into a banana split, right? What I'm saying is, yes, sex like vanilla ice cream. We love vanilla ice cream. I love vanilla ice cream just by itself. Sometimes I just want a a plain scoop of vanilla ice cream. Again, sometimes I want it to be a sundae. Sometimes I want to put chocolate sauce on it or strawberry sauce or caramel. I don't know because there's so many choices out there of how you can spice up vanilla ice cream. You see? You see what I'm saying here? So, Yes, I love vanilla ice cream. I love sex. We all, we, most of us listening to this, you love sex, but maybe you also love sex with an edible lubricant. Maybe you also love sex with a vibrator sandwich between you. Maybe you also love sex after an intense session of oral sex just happened for you, right? Like, so think about that. Like, we can love, we can love sex, and, and that's not to say once I, once I have a banana split, that doesn't mean that I never ever want just a normal scoop of vanilla ice cream again. So think of bringing in a toy into the bedroom just exactly like that. Exactly like that. Oh my gosh, that's so much better than my stupid sushi and green beans analogy. Um, but anyways, and so just remember, so as I said, I, that doesn't mean that I will never go back to just a regular scoop of vanilla ice cream because the, again, sex toys, bedroom accessories whatever you want to call them they're not meant to replace anybody they're not they're not meant to replace anybody they're just meant to enhance the the relationship enhance the connection experience or rediscover or discover for the first time new pleasure for our bodies there is nothing wrong with that there is nothing wrong with that right there is nothing wrong with saying no to a scoop of vanilla ice cream that day and treating yourself to an ice cream sundae I'm totally getting Dairy Queen after this. Dairy Queen, you need to pay me for some advertisement. Ugh, I'm totally getting a banana split blizzard with no chocolate inside. Oh, that's my jam. Sounds so good. Um, all right, side note. Sorry. Uh, anyways, so now if you're thinking of bringing in a sex toy into the bedroom, I would definitely say, especially if you know that your partner is maybe not about this life. Um, maybe you feel that they might feel intimidated and they've told you that they feel intimidated and they, maybe they told you that, you know, toys are just not their thing. They're not into it. Um, or they, they, again, they might feel threatened by it. Who knows? But definitely when it comes to bedroom accessories, size does matter. (laughs) In this case, size definitely does matter. Um, because you don't want, you do, you don't want to start off with something that is very intimidating to, okay, let's just use an example. If you have a partner with a penis, you don't want to bring in this, you know, humongous thing and, and talk up this thing that you love so much and all, you know, you, you kind of want to avoid that for the first time anyways. Eventually you might get there, but you definitely want to start small. Um, 
And you you want to, um, in my recommendation, you always want to introduce it first as a couple's toy. Um, not, again, not like a, hey, here's here's this masturbation sleeve so I don't have to give you blowjobs anymore. I don't have to give you hand jobs anymore. Or a partner throwing you like, oh, here's this vibrator so that I don't have to have sex with you anymore. Like you can please yourself. That's never, it's never meant to replace anybody, okay? Um, so a, a few products that Pure Romance offers is if you're wanting to think small, um, we have a small little vibrator. It's called Premier. It is purple. If you look, I'll link it in the show notes here, but it's a very small vibrator that slips right on your, um, finger and it has 10 different vibrations to it, but that is something really easy to introduce into your couple as a starter, uh, bedroom accessory. So when that little vibrator, it's, I mean, it's super small. It's a little bit bigger than a ring, um, but very powerful, right? Small but mighty. Um, now that, think of Premier. So Premier is known as a clitoral vibrator. You can also use it all over as a body vibrator, a nipple vibrator. You can use it, let's say if you are, um, giving somebody that has a penis a hand job, having that on your hand while doing that is giving vibration to the penis. Um, little ninja tip, do it on the main vein of the penis. Okay, that will make them come a little faster, just so you know. Um, but anyways, that that they do feel more pleasure when it's on that main vein. Or you want to use that premiere and you want to do it right up under the testicles. You want to push against that perineum spot. That's very stimulating for them, right? So you can do all sorts of things with this little tiny bullet. Um, so you can definitely use it as a mild thing or a wild thing. That's another thing I love about bedroom toys. They don't always have to be um, for sexual purposes, right? Like I talk about my body wand massagers. I freaking love those for sore necks, for body cramps, muscle aches, anything like that. Um, so then a second toy that is very common, the most common bedroom accessory in the bedroom is, um, a a constriction ring, a C-ring, cock ring, whatever you want to call it, um, but basically it is known as a constriction ring. Now this is definitely a really good couple's toy because one, you can use it in so many different ways. So you can use that constriction ring, put it on your fingers, insert vaginally, um, and give that come here motion. So you're hitting up against the G spot, but then the ring is vibrating. So that's giving them the partner with the uh, vulva, that's giving them clitoral stimulation and vaginal stimulation at the same time. Um, If you wanted to use a C-ring solo, you could also do that. But if you do have a partner that has a penis, you can put that C-ring around the shaft of the penis. You want to make sure you're using the correct lubricant with it. Make sure you're using a lubricant. Please, please, please. Okay, so that constriction ring now is constricting blood flow to the penis. So now it's making them stay harder longer. And that's, that is definitely going to be a bonus, hopefully for you, because you're having fun now, right? This is, this is an enjoyable experience. We're hoping for everybody that's involved. But making them last longer, it is, again, constricting that blood flow, and it's providing you, if you are a female, clitoral stimulation, which, as I mentioned in many podcasts before, most women need clitoral stimulation to achieve an orgasm. So C-rings, hands down, um, are the most popular toy in the bedroom. And it's so fun to be able to just explore those functions together, right? So maybe when you're introducing this toy, you hand it to your partner and you're like, you know, I haven't even turned it on yet. Like, I want you to do that first. So I would love to explore those settings together. And so allow your partner to maybe pick the setting, um, whatever sort of vibration they, they like or they think that you might like, and explore those things together. And remember, using that positive feedback like um you know I think like let's say if they're using it on a really fast pulsing pattern you know say something like oh I really like when the pulsing is slower it really like it really builds up anticipation for me um something like that so 
exploring those together and making sure again that the feeling is mutual right it's it toys are supposed to be for both of you I realize in some cases um the toy might it, it might so much seem that it is more for the female partner um and and that might be true but that that doesn't go to say like in a previous example I said maybe you want to have the vibrator sandwiched between the two of you you both people are feeling the vibration like that's just that's the fact of the matter if you're if somebody's wearing a c-ring both of you are having getting the benefits of that even if you're using a, a small vibrator and I think most people that I talk to they they feel pleasure themselves when they're able to provide pleasure to other people so think of it that way, right? That that sort of fills your cup being able to give back. And most of the time our partners like to, to see us orgasm, right? We, and that goes for both parties, right? So remember, it, it should be the feeling is mutual. You wanna explore those things together. Um, and here here's just the very real fact, you guys. Men will orgasm 90% of the time during sex, 90%. And women is much lower than that, about 30, around 30% of women. And toys, you think of it, toys can really level that playing field for you. Um, And so again, if you have a partner that's male, the likelihood of them achieving orgasm during sex is very, very possible. And there are so many women out there that um, don't orgasm during sex or maybe have never experienced an orgasm before in their life. And I just would really really encourage you to try a bedroom accessory if that's you try a bedroom accessory um and again it's not to ever ever replace anybody it's just to enhance the experiment experience um and just remember if it doesn't go well let's say if you start this conversation with your partner and it doesn't go well um if it turns into an argument or a fight as I said last week, I want you to really think if it turns into an argument or fight, there's something definitely probably more deep rooted in the relationship in terms of a, a problem. Um, maybe it's a trust issue, a communication issue, issue and um, a, uh, infidelity issue. I don't know, but likely there's something much more deeper than them actually being mad over a bedroom accessory. Okay. So, but I just want to remind you, it, 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 you, if it goes not well, that's okay. I want you to think about it as you got the conversation started, right? So who knows what might happen after that, right? You sort of planted this seed. So keep that communication ongoing, right? Sometimes people say no, but really, in, and I, I realize consent is important, so please don't think of it that way. But if somebody says, no, I don't want to use a bedroom accessory, think of that as like they're just saying, not right now, right? You planted that seed. You maybe want to bring that conversation up again later in the long run. Um, or maybe, I don't know, you guys are watching a porn together and they see a bedroom accessory in in the porn and they're like, oh, okay, well, maybe, maybe we can try it. Or maybe next week their best friend brings up about how them and their partner used a bedroom accessory together and it was amazing. So maybe that changes their mind. You never know. But I think the most important part is that if it's something that you are interested in, that you deserve it to yourself to bring bring that up with your partner and especially if it's a partner that you plan to stay with you plan to share the rest of your life with right because nobody wants to have bad sex their whole life fuck that hell no so I hope this was helpful like I said I got a lot of messages afterwards about like okay I listened to your podcast and um, I love, I'm all for bringing toys in the bedroom. My, my partner is just not having it. How do I go about that? So I felt definitely a follow-up episode was needed to kind of help those navigate that situation. So I hope you found this helpful. I, uh, I appreciate the, again, I appreciate all the messages you guys get. Our intimacy challenge is officially over and I love the messages that I got from that. 
Um, def oh my gosh, you guys, I'll definitely have to do another intimacy challenge because getting the messages from you guys saying like how you feel closer to your partners or closer to your spouse and how you tried new things and old memories came up that you had definitely forgot about. I, that was the whole point of the intimacy challenge. Whole point. And if you uh, aren't familiar with this, it's in our Facebook group, Owning Your Sexual Self. Um, and it's just, it's awesome. It's really cool to see the people connect in there and and share kind of what's, what's working for them or what questions they have about and whatnot. So definitely check that out. And uh, although we did the intimacy challenge in April, who, it does not matter. I mean, who says that you can't do it again in May or try it again in June if it wasn't successful for you the first time? Um, I know how life happens, right? things just get in the way we forget to do things it's totally fine but it's also a great place to go back to um if you're looking for a date night idea um get, go back to that group and just pull one of the days and that's the boom there's your date night idea so whew. all right thanks for listening you guys um that's it uh how to introduce toys into the bedroom all right i will see you guys next week have a great time Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self.